Welcome to the MHL Potting in the Corner podcast. It's hockey season officially. Uh, now that the protected lists are in and Hurricane Jack is coming into Pittsburgh to ruin your nice weather this coming weekend. Hopefully Mike T is ready to go with some power rankings on uh, the protected list. So let's get this shit started. So what's the story behind Dry Monday again? Yeah, just a day to reset, you know, so you don't drink 365. And drink 362. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd say it's probably, probably, you know, in reality, probably 340 I probably drink. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. It's impressive. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I drink that much too. Given the amount of pooping that Mike does, should he be worried about (laughs) passing away on the toilet? And should we take odds on, is that the way Mike will be found someday on the toilet? I don't think he's strange at all. I think it just comes out like, like butter. I will say that, my that was the last thing that my mother did, but she had cancer, so she knew she was dying. And I, I don't know, Kip, maybe you could like, but is there something when you're dying like that, that just your your bowels just you, nothing holds them back anymore, and so they just need to come out of somewhere? Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of times you express your body fluids at the end of life. Sometimes and I would so, say that. For Mike, the amount of time he spends on the toilet, the likelihood that he will die on the toilet is probably <laughs> accurate. That's something we should let the wheel decide. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're doing all this medical stuff, should we start the podcast with Dr. Hogg? We can. Oh, as, can't as, go as wrong con- there. Is Let's my see. connection okay? Because sometimes you guys skip a little bit. I'm I'm hearing you okay. I'm hearing you fine. Your your video skips a little bit. Yeah, your video is skipping a bit. Yeah, so, yeah, you guys skip a little bit too. So maybe it's, I don't know, must be my end. All right. Well, let's give it a shot. Welcome to Trust Me. Hold on a second. Here we go. Welcome to Trust Me. This won't hurt at all with Dr. Hogg. This week... Dr. Hogg will lecture on the mystery that is priapism. Mm. No one has a clue what priapism is, right? Sounds interesting, yeah. Uh, I I was thinking Sean was going to show up, but I guess he's not going to show up. I told Chuck to show up too, but he didn't show up. But it might just be us, huh? Okay, well. Do do they have priapism? Good question. I hope not. I I think I know what this is. 
<laughs> I liked your uh, I liked your name, Mike. But is uh, is that that uh, what's it called the uh, the effect of when yes. you have a raging hard on for <laughs> more than four hours? <laughs> Well, why don't we uh, start the lecture and we'll go through it. Um, Is that right? Is he right? Maybe. We'll see. Let me, what, uh, Mike, why do you know that? They 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 talk about it on those, those uh, commercials. They say if you have a hard-on for more than four hours, consult a doctor. They don't say if you have priapism. Well, they, they use Recording the Recording in somewhere. progress. Can you guys see my screen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a dog. Does that dog have priapism? <laughs> I hope not. All right. Well, let's just go through priapism. Um, all right, there's a little bit of disclaimer and ground rules here. <clears throat> Everything I discuss is purely hypothetical. <laughs> These are my opinions and not those of my current or past employers or any health network. And please remain professional as we discuss and explore a very sensitive medical condition. You're on the wrong podcast. Then Chuck's not here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for sure. No patients or animals were injured during the preparation of this presentation. And please silence your cell phones and raise your hand with any questions. <laughs> and please do not cheat when answering the trivia questions. Put your phones down. All right, right into trivia. Question number one, what is priapism? The possible answers are a geometric shape with one stick and two circles, <laughs> the medical term for observing a patient's behavior, the name of the city where Caduceus was born, or a prolonged and unwanted erection of the penis. God damn, Mike, you got it. There you go, That's Mike. amazing. So what do you think, number four? Final answer, number four. Consensus? Okay. Four. You guys are right. Mike is right on it. Priapism is defined as a so unwanted of the penis that occurs without sexual stimulation. Ugh, this causes painful penile pain, rigid penile shaft, and erection lasting for more than four hours without sexual stimulation. It can be associated with significant morbidity, both physically and mentally, and potentially irreversible compromise of erectile dysfunction. Kip, can I jump in with a quick question? <laughs> Absolutely. The why four hours? It seems like that's an arbitrary number. Like three hours, I think would kind of suck too. Yeah. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But just oh. to quickly answer your question, it is the amount of time that they figured out that you know tissue damage starts to begin at around four oh. hours. <clears throat> okay. Trivia question number two: What are the three major types of priapism? Ischemic. Diamond cutter, non-ischemic, or stu and stuttering. Which, what are the three major those ones? Those are correct. Correct. Actually, what's which one's not? Diamond cutter, stuttering. I learned what the answer to this is in my show prep, so I'll I'll just stay out of this one. You recuse yourself. All right. Mike is right. Dave is wrong. Diamond <laughs> Damn, cutter Mike is, is not a major type of priapism. Mike's all on this penis business. <laughs> All right. So, next topic here. So, erection is the result of smooth muscle relaxation and increased arterial flow into the corpora cavernosa. 
This flow and expansion causes external pressure on the emissary veins and traps the blood. In priapism, there's either failure of the detumescence due to under-regulation of arterial inflow or commonly failure of venous outflow. There's a little bit of physiology. So if you see the picture, the one on the left is the flaccid penis. The one on the right is the erect penis. <clears throat> and you can see how is what happens is the smooth muscle here relaxes, increased blood flow goes to the corpora cavernosa, and that makes the penis rigid. Kip, if you could just take your mouse and just slowly move it back and forth on that one on the right. (laughs) Yeah, there it goes. We need some animation. (laughs) You need to do it to the other one. That's right. The one that wasn't. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The one on the left seems kind of okay. Yeah, the love. It looks like a sausage roll. All right. right. Trivia question number three. Which one of these is not a common slang (laughs) term for an erection? Boner? Wood? (laughs) Brewer's droop? Chubby? Morning glory? Number three. Um, Yeah, Mike has to get that one. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, bonus question. What is Brewer's droop? Ooh. Is that a real term? Yes, it's a real slang term. Okay. Is that when your your nutsack hangs really low? Nope. Think of, uh, here's another slang. How about whiskey dick? <laughs> oh, that, that's when you can't get it hard because you drink too much. Yeah. That's the answer. That's called Brewer's Troop. I never heard of that. Yeah, I just never heard of it either. Research preparation found that. Okay. <laughs> You should have claimed authorship of it so I could do a follow-up on that one. <laughs> right, the types of priapism. So there's ischemic. So that's a veno-occlusive low flow. It's, a, it's caused by entrapment of the blood in the corpora cavernosa, but does not move out with little or no arterial inflow. So it's painful and considered an emergency. Can you, can you say Another that type in is English? <laughs> Layman's terms? So... So basically, blood comes in and blood does not go out. And why? So it gets it gets trapped because there's the blood flow to the uh, the outflow of the blood from the penis is obstructed or so compressed that you can't get you can't get the blood out. What would cause it to stay in and not come out? Good question. <clears throat> we'll get to that. Damn it. <laughs> There are some causes, and we'll uh, identify some of the causes. Uh, non-ischemic the questions, right? Of course. Non-ischemic is high flow, so caused by too much arterial blood flow constantly filling the corpora. The corpora become tumescent or swollen, but not rigid, and the erection is not painful. <clears throat> so this one, you still have some blood flow coming out, but you have a constant flow of blood coming in. That's Like the tides. <clears throat> Exactly, like Bay of Fundy. Like Bay of Fundy (laughs) in your pants. (laughs) Stuttering is basically just a stuttering pattern of recurrence. And you're saying this all occurs without sexual stimulation. So this is like you're just walking around and blood's flowing in and 
you're getting a hard on and it just sticks there. That's correct. Hmm. For the people with stuttering, how often do they have recurrence? It does depend. Um, <clears throat> depends on what the cause of it is and what the, uh, so it can, it can be fairly frequently or very sporadic. I mean, maybe you're going to address this later, but if I'll just try another one, do you see this a lot in your emergency room? Um, not a lot. I would say I see maybe two or three cases a year at the most. Um, so it's not real frequent. Trivia question number four. Which one of these is not a cause of priapism? Trauma, sickle cell disease, scorpion sting, rabies, or five? All of these are potential causes of priapism. It's got to be five. I'm going to say three. I'll go with Mike on three. All right. Dave is the nice. winner on this one. Nice. All four of those are potential causes. <clears throat> if I get stung by a scorpion, I'm going to get a hard on that I can't get rid of. <laughs> That's and hilarious. Feel good. I've got yeah. him in the backyard here if you want to come out and try. <laughs> so the key to that was potential. But not always oh, okay. will you get okay because it sounds awesome and horrible at the same time. <laughs> so here's a list of the causes of parapism. There's kind of a busy slide here. You know, definitely don't need to memorize this. I won't quiz you later. So, but these are some of the the causes we see. Um, I think the sickle cell disease is probably the more common ones that we see in the ER. And then some of the medications, um, we see that sometimes. And uh, so, how does the alcohol part work? If it, if you do the brewer's droop thing, yeah, too? exactly. That was a good question because I was kind of um, unclear on that too. And I, I guess it works in both ways. There's hmm. a potential that um, the alcohol can affect, you know, the. Uh, or cause priapism as well as, you know, having some difficulty with erection. Probably good to keep those Mondays dry, Mike. <laughs> good, good balance. <clears throat> well, so with the sickle cell element to it, Kip, uh, does that mean you see a lot of uh, African-American men with this condition? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because obviously sickle cell disease is typically is a uh, disease of, of African Americans, so yeah, we would de we would definitely see um, this condition. I, I've I've personally seen this condition in in that scenario, hypothetically. <laughs> Kip, I hate to jump ahead again, but what do you do for these people? Yeah, it's coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And are you gentle? Do you have a gentle touch? <laughs> <laughs> or are you rough? I'm always gentle. Okay, you seem very, you seem very caring. Yes, I'm very compassionate. So ischemic priapism, that's the urological emergency. This is um, basically essentially a compartment syndrome of the penis. So you're getting so much pressure in within the structures there that you start to cause tissue damage and could cause you know, permanent damage. So 
So this increased pressure in the tissues does not allow oxygenated arterial flow and causes hypoxia, hypercarbia, and acidosis in the penis. Fancy terms, but things start to die, and especially around four hours. Both the most common cause of priapism and the most dangerous. And then again, acidosis, hypoxia, the penile tissues begin after four hours of erection. That's a guideline. It's not a hard, you know, at 359, you're good, and, you know, 401, you're bad. It's just sort of a guideline. The cellular damage leads to irreversible fibrosis and can result in permanent erectile dysfunction, urinary tension, and incontinence. When you say it starts dying, what exactly is dying? So the cell structure. So the cells are starting to die. So, um, you know, just just start to cause, uh, you know, tissue damage. Um, you know, the, the muscle and the connective tissue can start to, to sort of lose oxygen, blood flow. And it's not like your penis is going to just turn black and fall off, but... Um, it probably won't work all that well afterwards. And your pronoun, your pronouns, yeah, yeah, your, pro, some, your pronouns might damage. change at that point. <laughs> have you ever seen a penis turn black and fall off? I have not. Okay. If that's changed to me or not. That, it, no, that was the I mic. Mike. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at the answers to this question. <laughs> Smack it with the Bible. <laughs> Which which side? The old or the New Testament side? <laughs> That's got to be old. <laughs> we think so. Right, for those folks out there listening, let's move on to trivia question five. So what is the emergency treatment of priapism? And this was a question Dave asked about. So number one, smack it with a Bible. <laughs> Bait marijuana. Number three would be suck out the blood. And number four, and a muscle relaxer. So before I answer, I want to understand on the suck out the blood option. That's with some sort of a medical device. Yes? Oh, oh, that's less sexy than I was picturing. <laughs> None of this is sexy. Uh, so clearly, muscle re- relaxer. Is that? I disagree. I say suck out the I blood. I say suck out the blood too. Yeah, the correct answer would be. Suck out the blood. Yeah. So the management of ischemic priapism is you aspirate the corpora cavernosa. So you actually stick a needle in the penis and suck out the blood. Oh, wow. Anywhere in particular, up the side, in the front? Oh, God. It is. It is it's coming all bad. the next slide. Oh, no. There's not like a picture of it, is there? Oh, we got pictures and video. It's coming. <laughs> Oh, no. We have. (laughs) No, you don't. We do. If aspiration alone does not resolve the priapism, irrigation with phenylephrine is the next step. And if neither of these work, patient pretty much needs to go to surgery and have the urologist take care of that. Or that's where the Bible comes in. Then it just cut it off. All right. Trivia question number six. What is the average size of the human erect penis according to Wikipedia? Is it one, 8.26 inches? Number two, 5.17 inches? Number three, 4.78 inches? And number four, 10.61 inches? <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to go with two, but 
I'm going to guess that all these other lengths are for some kind of other animal, the penis of another animal. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I'm, I'm with Mike on two. I'm, I'm also on two there. You guys are awesome. That is the correct average size of human erect penis. And I'm sorry to say that I just picked those other numbers randomly. It was <laughs> nothing to do with other animals. And But here's the thing, though. Is this was that research done like by doctors actually measuring, or is it self uh, self reported measurements by men? Mm. Good question. So according Mike. to Wikipedia, this was a confirmed okay. measurements of of volunteers. Of I don't remember how many. I'd have to look it up, but it was I think like. I thought the number was like 20,000 volunteers. So it was a fairly large number. So to speak. I think statistically significant. Yes. So here's the, here's, wait, 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 before you get to that, here's, here's the question. Do you measure from like the top or the bottom? Like where do you, what's the official measurement location? Yeah, that's a great question. So basically it's, it would be the top. So you go to your pubic, bone yeah. and right from the pubic bone and then you measure I guess um, the top of the penis from the, the pubic bone to the tip so Kip do people with priapism or however you say it would, would they have a larger than they typically would or I don't know how that works but um, I think I mean I guess if logically if there was you know a lot of blood flow in and nothing coming out potentially could be a larger erection than than their normal typical erection with stimulation. So probably after an hour or two, they were happy about that and then realized something was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, yeah, definitely could be, yeah, the good and the bad. Okay. And the ugly. So our bonus trivia question, according to Wikipedia, who has the largest penis in the world? Would it be number one, John Holmes? Number two, Abe Lincoln. Number three, Jonah Falcon. Or number four, Sean Longstaff. <laughs> he's new, Newcastle United. I think he's on Chris's team. Midfielder, I think. <laughs> I'm going uh, that Falcon guy. Yeah, I'll go with a guy I never heard of. Yeah, same. Yeah, you guys are good test takers. Um, yeah, John, Jonah Falcon, apparently has a 13-inch penis, but who knows? I guess they've never um, actually um, verified this with any specific, but he's claimed to be. Who knows? He was on the Howard Stern Show years ago and talking about this this penis. Uh, I guess one of the problems they have is that they have a hard time getting fully erect because I guess you need all of the blood in your body to go to your penis. <laughs> So they have yeah, did mention that he does, yeah, it does mention that he does get lightheaded when he has tries to get a full erection. <laughs> he passes out every time he gets a hard on. Well, the good news is he probably can never get priapism. Or he'd need a transfusion. <laughs> right. All right. So now we're gonna get into a little bit of the management of priapism. So obviously you're gonna stick a needle into somebody's penis to draw the blood out. So you, you kind of want that to be numb, right? 
He's already yes, please. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're already in severe pain anyway. So technically, you probably won't cause any more pain, but certainly the the compassionate thing to do would to perform a penile block to numb that area before you take the blood out. So the penile block involves numbing the dorsal nerve of the penis prior to aspirating the corpora. And this is done by injecting 1% plain lidocaine in the top part of the penile base, clearly avoiding the dorsal veins. Clearly. Then aspiration is then done with a 19-gauge needle at the 3 or 9 o'clock positions. We have illustrations. (laughs) So on your left there, you can see the... the needle anesthetizing the dorsal nerves there. And then and then the uh, other picture on the right shows the aspiration where I actually um, place the needle into the corpora cavernosus and, and draw the blood. There is a connection between the two corp- corpora cavernosus, so you actually only have to use one side or the other. Um, so that picture on the far left looks like those guns we saw at Ticonderoga, Kip. Yeah, that probably could be a you know maybe that that's where they um, decided to to mold their cannons in the shape of a penis. Kip, have you done this procedure? I have been fortunate not to have to do this procedure. Um, Has Sean done I've, this procedure? What's that? Has Sean done this procedure? Uh no, I I I don't know for sure, but I would assume he probably hasn't. Be um, it would be somebody that either a room physician is is trained and qualified to do this procedure, but most of the time these patients are referred to a ur- urologist. Okay. And I've been at locations where typically I could call a urologist and they would come in and take care of the, the issue. Um, sometimes emergency room doctors will deal with this if they don't have a urologist that can manage the case right away. But usually we'll get them transferred to a, a urologist that, you know, has right. significant amount of training qualified to do this procedure. And Kip, who is Buck and how was he so fortunate to get penis fascia named after him? Buck. Buck's fascia. What are you talking about? And the... Oh, Buck. Oh, I see Buck. Well, Buck, Buck is Jack's friend from San Diego. <laughs> And uh, that's why he left the church. He's, so early. A good, he's a good dude. Kip, when a urologist does this procedure, do they like turn down the lights, light some candles, and turn on some very <laughs> white music? No, I think you. They probably do the opposite. They probably want to um, have him watch like videos of their mom or something as a kid. <laughs> I don't know something <laughs> you would not want to associate with an erection. All right, just. I wonder if they set the mood or not. All right. And then we, we are going to get into the video episode, but due to the graphic nature of the videos and to avoid any copyright infringements, we will pause recording of the podcast while we view the videos. Recording stopped. <laughs> Jack, is this where you just have the YouTube reaction video? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do as many shots as it takes to get this taken care of. Okay. Yes. Uh, you see a video? Yes. It's no. the same thing stuck. It's not there, moving. Then only have friends in there. Hmm. There's 500 micrograms per ml. Is that true? Okay. That is. <laughs> if you went full screen, maybe that would do it. I think. I doubt it. Yeah. I think. I went All full right. screen when I played Molly. Oh, 
and we got him on a monitor. The important thing is, oh, there we go. Oh, we got something. We got something. Does it matter so much the volume? <laughs> better. Oh boy! Oh dog! Bigger than average. Um, actually, that looks we'll like 5.2. Like <laughs> Aim three here. And the reason you'll press one of the log, they don't get into the tone. Right. Okay. So, so he's been having the, the began how long ago? Hmm? Go home. I don't think it's a very good idea, sir. How long ago did the pre-epism start? Three or four a.m. Okay. Did you say 13 hours? Whoa! How many have you gotten so far of the 500 microgram? That's number two. Okay, now you drew a blood gas too, right? I did. Okay. All right. So we'll do it every three minutes. Up and down. You find that this works usually in order to just the injection. Just the injection works. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work, then you bring out the dials and you rotate the side of the injection or you just stand the side of the I mean, septum between the two corporate is perfect. Yeah, so the blood, you can actually just draw blood from one side. You know, there's some dogs well, stick the needle in already. <laughs> draw out the ischemic acidotic blood initially. Stick that prick. What is generally your thoughts or perspective? Do you have just as good luck on your experience <laughs> with the. I would say, in general, for a single person who comes in with their first period, is usually medication induced. Uh -huh. Single injection of phenylephrine, or sometimes two, maybe three, is usually adequate. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. So you don't you don't feel strongly that uh, you have to aspirate out Not initials. Not okay. All right. You know, there's some people who always irrigate, but to irrigate, you need a much bigger needle. Uh huh. It causes a lot more pain. Yeah. 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 Um, and so you could put the phenylephrine into a 27 nature or a tiny little needle. Yeah. And in many cases, that's all you want to do. Okay. Some of these chronic people who have them over and over, you phenylephrine alone, it's not enough. So then you do have to irrigate. Yeah. Now, you say irrigate, but uh, do you just simply aspirate as much as you can, or do you actually go ahead and. First, and then you. And then so we actually would set up two cannula, one uh -huh. on each side, one proximal, one distal, um, and we run in save yeah, and proximal and aspirate this. Okay. 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 We'll run sometimes, you know, whole meter to a penis. Okay. Try to wash out all the shag. All right. Blood and, blood. and you're putting them in about two o'clock and ten o'clock. I'm going to pause that because it's getting pretty boring. Let me show you this one that. I think this is the one that. Where do you do that's your, the one I was trying. Yeah. The, base, the yeah. penis would actually be down towards the feet. Okay. But they pixelate um, the, the, the penis out. You advance your needle until you actually hit the pubic bone, like in this direction. Okay. And then you yeah, angle and you slide right off the. Right off the inferior surface of the pubic bone. Okay. Until you get into that space, you aspirate, make sure you're not like okay. the core burn, that's okay. what you inject. So it's at about the 10 o'clock position on this side and the two o'clock positions out there at the base. Okay. 10 and 10. Dorsal penile blocks. There's, there's, there's the needle, Dave. Right down. Oh, 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 oh. Whoa. Oh, he just went right in there. Inject. 
should be a little bit of resistance, actually. That tells you you're in the right spot. Yeah, there's, there's no be. resistance at all. So are you into the penis when you're doing this? or you're... No, it's sort of between the fascial layers. Okay. How much did you put Bucks in? fascia half, so five cc's or so. So same Nothing thing. came out. Down on the come out? He's putting the lidocaine right. in. He's, he's just uh, so this is just a nerve thing. Oh, yeah. oh shit! This is only the prelude. So, so <laughs> dorsal penile block. <laughs> I love, I love the music. I guess for the audio podcast, we should tell them what, we're looking at a slideshow about the dorsal penile nerve block. <laughs> it's about sticking the needle at the base of the penis, I guess. Ten and two. Ten and two. Um, Much like your hands on the steering wheel. Inserting it three to five millimeters deep and then injecting the lidocaine, was it? Why the first bullet there, Kip? What? The, what? I, love, I love that music. This is awesome. They, so they didn't show the drawing out of blood. Yeah, let's let's get to that. Let me see if I can pull this one up here. This one's a five-minute video. Let's see if we can. So we have a three of those in here. This has been going on. How many hours? Let's jump to the money shot. <laughs> oh, well, we sure did. Oh, oh, that went right to it, didn't right. it? Yeah. Two injections of phenylephrine. Okay. At uh, two o'clock and ten o'clock positions. Okay. Oh yeah. We've aspirated the, the corpora, the blood from the corpora on both sides. We do a little bit of irrigation with uh, sterile saline. Tell me about the needles that you're using. This is a sixteen gauge. Dialysis catheter on the right. Okay. This is a 14 gauge angiocap. Okay. This is not normally what we use. We normally just use a simple hemodialysis catheter. Okay. Yeah, because it's come out of its position. So this is the this is the amount of blood you've gotten out of the <sighs> Holy shit. Okay. Wow. Did he have two needles in his dick? Ten and two, Ten right? And two. It's oh new. lord! Oh lord! No, no, we don't do dorsal nerve. Oh, you don't. Know, okay. We just do a wheel. Oh, Glenn! Glenn's coming into the room at the perfect moment. Oh gosh! So he actually had one time had three days of a pre-existing in the past. <laughs> Hey, Glenn, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This fell off you? This is Dr. Hogg. Welcome, Glenn. Is that schlong? (laughs) That is a schlong. Can I I exit? Not going to pretend not even to see that. (laughs) <laughs> run away, run away, Glenn. Jesus, I did not have enough to drink. <laughs> They're sticking pe- needles in his dick. Uh, all right. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's squeezing it down like a heifer. <laughs> whoa, whoa, oh. whoa. They're like milking it. Oh. That's, That's what they're doing, sexy. right, Kip? I mean, essentially... Yeah, just kind of squeezing that blood, pushing it into that needle. The blood pressure reading actually all as much as they can. Kip, you have the weirdest fucking job. <laughs> is this you, Kip? That you, you, this yeah, you this is his. This is a Dr. Hogg segment. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, 
Yeah, but he wanted to suck the blood out a different way, but they told him to do it this way. I can. I think we're good on this, Cap. I think we're good. We got it. I agree. So, Glenn, just to recap. Just to recap, we're not recording this. That's good. And well, vid- video-wise, we are recording audio-wise. Oh, and that's not my penis, by the way. <laughs> I, I wasn't asking that. I was asking if that was your hand on the penis. Oh, it's not my hand on the, the penis either. Recording in progress. <laughs> he would be way more gentle <laughs> and caring. So after those two videos would have given us two more strikes and ended our YouTube channel. <laughs> right, and quite possibly may have gotten me fired. So, so is that all I missed in the last fifty minutes? Because that would probably be good to miss if that was fifty minutes of that. Uh... So, oh, Kip... you, you came in right at the perfect time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mo- wow. most of this you was you about the educational part. That condition. You missed all the trivia questions too. Okay. But Jack has a question. So. Sexual activity is not even possibly a solution to this problem. Sexual activity. So you have maybe who you're having. Well, I guess where I was going is you having you have the erection with no sexual stimulation would, but sexual stimulation wouldn't help resolve it at all. Seems like you should use it for good for a while and then go get treated. Yeah, I I think that's a reasonable approach. Like but that's a but that's a pre-hospital <laughs> approach, right? It's, there's no one. There's no one at the ER waiting to. Um... <laughs> Since I came late, was this was this a medically induced stiffy? No, the opposite. It was a medically reduced stiffy. <laughs> well, that's a, that's another question. So, Kip, um, I, there were all those causes, but is the most common cause the sickle cell? Is the most common cause? Uh, do, but people with Viagra or whatever those other ones, is that a pretty common reason too? I mean, the sickle cell is the one we see more with the stuttering causes where they have this happen over and over again. Jesus. Um, Do they have to get the needle every time? The needles every time? Not not always. Um, Although hypothetically, we did have a repeat customer to the ER who happened quite often to... Um, and had to have that procedure done a few times. Oh, wow. Wow, is that stock? Too bad for that guy. So, I mean, that's that's really about it. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that we practice this procedure on, you know, each other and on <laughs> any tricks. So, so all, of, all, of, all of the Dr. Hogg segments did sort of have a lesson for us in case we came across it in the real world. Ignore it if we see it. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> yeah. I would I would refer them to the just, closest emergency room that hopefully has urological services. Okay. So like a heroin overdose, we roll up to an ER and we throw them out of the car and exactly. <laughs> and hope that they <laughs> land on their back. <laughs> 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 Can you narcane the pecker? Wow. <sighs> wow. Would that work? What's that? Can you narcane, narcane the pecker? 
Narcan the pecker? Narcan. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's going to work. But again, I mean, that's not a real doctor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. That's not how I expected my Monday night to go. Wow, that's quite a topic there, Kip. Yeah. So my, my text message was not exactly that. <laughs> hey, meant to catch you up. I know you're traveling, but we're doing a pod in a few minutes. Oh, I did think you said something about hockey, but it wasn't, wasn't it? Maybe, maybe it was pre-Zoom that we were going to be talking about hockey, but that was what I... No, we jumped right into Dr. Hogg because we were talking about right. death before that. Okay. So Yeah. All right. We want to talk a little hockey. I, I do have one question for Kip, one final question for Kip, related to the subject matter. Is there such thing as a piss hard on? Can you define a piss hard on or <laughs> give me more information? <laughs> what? And how many times in the back of the car and the road trip do you think you've had this? <laughs> oh, you know, I don't even want to think about that. We can, we can skip. We can skip. <laughs> what the hell are you doing back there, Mike? <laughs> I'm just not doing you, anything. I just say back just when, when we were got kids. Piss hard on. <laughs> when, when we were kids, he used to say, I got to piss. I got to piss so bad. I got a hard on. He was up on hard. the top of the escapod in the tent and was worried about getting down. And you... <laughs> that, that was a challenge at times, but it wasn't because of anything being stiff. That's not something that's real. <laughs> that's what I'm asking Kip. I'll answer that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Okay. That's crazy talk. Although my first thought was you were talking about the challenging of peeing with a hard on. Okay. Then that's something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what confused younger guys when, when they were younger and they thought that that's what it was. They thought that's what was causing it. Not, it was just simultaneous conditions that made one more difficult. I mean, I just typically just do a handstand and then I pee in the toilet. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm sorry. Enough. I don't know if you can follow up on that. Yeah, I don't know. That's okay. Going to <laughs> hockey this, seems this really. Uh, follow. Yeah, this is. Uh, um, <sighs> well. I think Bree's going to have a pretty strong core going into the beginning of the season with uh, with Bedard added to those four. Is he going to draft Bedard? Oh, yeah. So, Mike, have you gone through them all and done your research so you can do a little power ranking, or are we just going to do it on the fly? we do it on the fly. Okay. <laughs> the fart machines isn't too bad either with those six. Let's start, let's start from the top. Then. Why did the lefties protect Bennington? Right, because he, he's not that good, is he anymore? Or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, he he's definitely been uh, very hit or miss. They're still a good team, are they? Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's why. Maybe he's he, he seems like he has his highs and lows. Who's he play with now in New Jersey? Still, no, um, St. Louis, right? St. Louis still, I think. Okay. Why was uh, Pavelski dropped as an over thirty-five? Did that person have more than one over thirty-five? Who had him? Do you know? Nope. Art Machine has six players. Yep. Got a young guy and an old guy. Yep. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think and there I might think have only been there might have only been three or four that had six because Glenn had six, I had six. Oh, that's awesome. Dave, you you see how I 
I got you on that Owen Power slash. Yeah, you you fucked me. You <laughs> yep. fucked me, Glass. I did. Yes, I did. You fucked me. God well, damn it. What's up with I Owen knew, Power? I knew, I knew the role. He's not, the role was he's not under. 20. Yeah, he's not 20 or under. Oh, that's right. He's 21 or whatever. That was on he a podcast. His year. His year. He missed it by two me, months. Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Dick. <laughs> Dude, it ain't like McTavish is going to be all that. Yeah, I, I gave you something else. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Step back. Didn't you get Dylan Larkin out of that deal too? Who oh, helped yeah. in the playoffs? So I didn't screw you. I didn't I just, win anything. I don't care. But you got somewhere with Dylan Larkin. Oh, I got second place. There you go. Second place. I don't even get a fucking silver medal. You fucked me with Owen Power. I thought he was <laughs> under 20. Doesn't matter. N- nothing matters. Wow. As long as not getting a needle in your dick, <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> so, what are the rankings here, Mike? Who's I'm, the best? I'm, Who's the worst? I'm going to go with uh, Chuck has the best six pop. Are you, are you looking at all of them, or? Um, was well, I looked at? There's only one other one that has six, right? Kip or Glenn has six. I have six, but I don't think my six match up to Chuck's six. Yeah, I think floppers have uh, six. Yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Stamkos and Giroux. Yeah, uh-uh. oh, yeah no center though. Interesting. Yeah, centers are. Uh, <laughs> I'll get Dylan Larkin. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's probably round. that's a that's about who I'll get if I take him in the first in the center in the first round. Who's your young one? So you have Hedman is your old, or no Carlson is your old one? No, Zuccarello is my old one, and Edvinson's my young one. Well, you're gonna have Carlson's probably getting to the age now, right? Both Carlson and Hedman are 33, so I've still got a couple (laughs) years to go. Yeah, me and Toronto hockey tried real hard to. He really wants Carlson, but what would he have done if he had that? Like. Oh, I don't know, but it, but I couldn't get picks until 25, and by 25, he doesn't cost me anything as a protection, so it's like, why would I do that? Is he not drafting like the sixth round this year or something? Yeah, he's got nothing. <laughs> is that his strategy the whole time, is just how do I not have picks? It's an interesting yeah, that's strategy. my strategy. Yeah, that's Dave, my new strategy. Do? He took yours. He Toronto yours. Or Hockey's first pick is in the fifth round. Yeah. I got Poser. a 2024 one, I and think. In 24, he doesn't have a pick till the third round. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be working that's on awesome. that 2025 deal. deal. Yeah, so that's what we were talking about, his 2025 first-round pick. And I'm like, well, fuck, he's not, <laughs> you know, if he's still alive, he's not going to not gonna cost me anything. Why would I get rid of him for that? He doesn't know. He can only play two defensemen each week, right? Yeah, but it's nice to have three good defensemen. Yeah, he's he's cornered the market on defenseman. Yeah, we'll give him that. Yeah, those are definitely three solids. Uh, uh, that's actually those are five solid players. But I think Chuck still has them. So Mar Marshawn must be the old guy. Yeah, yeah, Marshawn's an old guy. I can't <laughs> believe he's captain. Oh yeah. Well, now that what a dick. Bergie's gone. What a dick to make captain. He's still teach him all how to lick players. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that, that's a pretty solid four for, given that it's just four, that's a solid four for Kip. Kip, you ready to train Connor yet? No, no, <laughs> not yet. 2.59 <laughs> per game, wow. Jesus. He's only 26 years old. He's been on your Some team for 12 years. Right. 
That's about right. That's a, that's a good that's a good four, Kip. All right, Mike, talk about yours. Ours suck. Uh, we've got we've got solid um, goal and center, but our wingers, you know, Caulfield's a flyer. He's young, so it, it, there's a chance he could he could do something. But it's a little bit of a flyer, and I think most siders even a bigger flyer. Yeah, he took a step back last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But again, he's young, so he, it could have been just sophomore slump. But we've seen that before, where rookie defensemen have really solid uh, or young defensemen have really solid rookie seasons. And then they just go downhill from there. Cause they can't deal with the number or the, the ice time. Oh shit. Brett Burns is 38. I didn't realize that. That old <laughs> fuck still play. You might die. <laughs> on, <laughs> on the shitter. On the shitter. <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> just like Mike. This made me my last year with Sovechkin. I feel like I've been holding out for that jump for a while. He keeps getting hurt. So I do like Tage, though. Tage is a good player. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about McTavish. Uh, what's that? I don't know about McTavish. Yeah, well, he's a, he's what's just a young guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he was what's your draft situation look like? What's your picks? Oh, I'm, I'm flush. Third pick, 14th oh, yeah, pick. Yeah, he's got, got three. Two in first and, uh, yeah. See, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a pick until, like, uh, like a – my first one's like thirty six or something. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done before Toronto and hockey even gets on the board. I think. Yeah, your first pick is the thirty first pick. Kim. So I have good good four, but I'm gonna it's gonna take a while to get six. Dave has no picks. <laughs> I don't think so. Overrated. We'll find out. I can't wait to beat all you guys with no picks. <laughs> Oh, what was the idea on Dylan Cousins? Is he, he's, is he pretty good? I mean, I know he's Vasilevsky got hurt for three months. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I saw you drop Vasilevsky. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he's I was like, wow. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe he got hurt. So yeah, he's out. Ekblad huh? out for months. Montour's out for months. It's like wow. Yeah. Got nothing to choose from. I was I, I was wondering when when I saw with Montour heard it whether you want to keep Theodore or Montour. My goals guys. Do I have do I have Theodore? Well not anymore, but you did. <laughs> no, nah, I, I I figured these the guys on my roster are all for trading. So what what's the deal with Dave's team? Is it is does he have to wait until all drafting is done and then he just picks up from the free agent scrap heap? Yes. Unless somebody wants to trade him all their picks like you when they're done in the sixth or seventh round, something. I, like I would not accept any trade involving okay, so draft. Yes, so he'll just he'll just kill the uh, the the open the, the pickup window. All right, I am gonna kill the pickup window. That'd be funny, man. If you, uh, yeah, maybe wasn't last year's strategy was to just draft everybody young, right? Yeah, you fucked me early with Owen yeah. Power. Then you trade me Owen Power, who was not under 20. You fucked me twice, Glenn. No. It's like you're from Philly. (laughs) I'm proud of that, too. (laughs) I'd say that's that's upper half, Jack. If I get a good center in the first round, it'll be the same for me again. I'm just rotating goalies all year. Yeah, goalie's interesting. It's... But I'll get Larkin. Sure. I'll get Larkin or Barkov or or Zabinajet. I'll get one of those guys probably. 
I hope whoever listens to this podcast drafts Larkin right before you. I hope so. <laughs> but they will not have made it this far after that whole dick thing. What is what is the what is the draft order again? Jason's last. So, <laughs> so Bree. Well, it gets a, this the way they do. It's a little weird. So it's Bree. The first uh, what? Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks are as they were. So Bree, and then then all the trade picks started happening. That's pretty amazing. I don't remember. I don't remember who I write who I traded Rat Patrol for, Dave, unless who, that was someone else's pick. Yeah, and Dave, who did I get your first round pick for? I have no clue. This might have gone back to COVID season. Oh, you know what? No, I ignore all that. There was, um, it was when I set the way this thing works when the draft when you set the draft, it doesn't it doesn't do it exactly the way you'd want to do it from a playoff perspective. That's why all the playoff teams from last year have a different order because you see it's the same order all the way through. Oh yeah, isn't the order up top? It's it's. it's one of those. It's it's one of the weird things about fan tracks. So. Like, I don't even know whose first round pick I even got last year. I'm sure I gave you some juicy picks, Glenn. So there's mm-hmm. yeah. So there's there's I, your top. Shifley, back in the list there, Mike. Yep, he is. <laughs> After ten years, I think almost. Jack, that's good. That should be your center. I will, you fucking, I, will, I, will take, I will take Barkov before I take Shifley. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Jack so Eichel. Saying, I'll take Jack Eichel before I take Bush Eifley. So you're saying Vasilevsky is out for a long time? Three, months. Three months at least, yeah. He's still yeah. listed up in fan tracks as like 103.2 points this okay. year. Is that projected wow. or is that last year? Eight to ten weeks. Yeah, Ooh, back surgery. Back surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he oh, may not come back. So it might be a longer than that, eight to ten weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not good for a goalie. I guess Jonas Johansson will be going early. Is that the backup? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Never heard of him. Isn't he the guy with the biggest penis? <laughs> yeah. that, that's Jonah Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> the Jonah Falcons. Hmm. So, Kip, you were saying that maybe we'll do the, the draft at your place since uh, Hurricane Griffin's actually going to blow into town and – kill the weather for you guys yeah so so sean was saying like obviously the prediction is that weather's going to be bad on saturday and he has like a nice outdoor space but if it's going to be like typical jack comes into (laughs) pittsburgh and cold rainy weather follows then we may want to audible and um one option is audible to my place i have two community areas obviously the places you guys have seen before with the pool table down there we have a pretty big area and there's also hi patty there's also a um uh fifth floor um community area as well do you have to reserve them yeah i'm gonna i'll check the i i should the one with the pool table um definitely is easy to get the fifth floor one is a little bit more i have to reserve but i i should be able to get it okay. so either place should be good okay yeah we should probably do that then because it's going to be what 80 on friday and 55 and rainy on saturday something like that pretty much is it 5 p.m on saturday i think so yes, yes. all right i'm probably going to be on auto draft then 
I'll draft for you. Uh, Glenn, I'll you, draft for you. Let, let Dave draft for you. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I will. He will draft will every F you hard. He will draft every Owen in the draft. <laughs> I only Owens. There's a lot of Owens. <laughs> Owen, yeah. Owen Tippett, Owen Powers, Owen. Owen Shitstain. It's a very You're getting all the Owens, you jag. So, Kip, we're drafting at your place then? I, th- I think that's probably going to happen. I think that's probably makes sense, especially because if it's cold and stuff, I don't think we want to send um, Sean's deck to draft. No. So. Much shorter drive, so I, I like it. Yep. I agree. Yeah, so and I think Jack is looking to maybe prepare like a like a chili dish. So yeah, I haven't made draft chili in a long time. So when are you flying in, Jack? Uh, I fly in Thursday. I get in like I don't know six thirty Thursday evening, something like that. So yeah. it was a little up in the air until um until six hours ago or five hours ago, but. Yeah. So we should plan. So the plan I think right now is to go to Cinderlands. I bought my tickets right, Sunday Mike? morning. So whoever wants to meet at Cinderlands for Oktoberfest, you may want to get a ticket um, ahead of time, Dave. What's going on Friday? Friday, we can do whatever we want on Friday. It's pretty open. I'm I'm off all day Friday, so okay. I think yeah. I'm more of a Friday guy. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cook Friday during the day. I'll cook chili. You know, I'll go down the grocery area Friday, and then cook chili, and then. EG opens at two Friday. I'm sure that's in the plan. I think we'll hit DG at some point, right? So Kip, I was thinking about bringing a box of a six bottle box in with me, but I'm trying to figure out how at this whether the Cinderlands Oktoberfest is going to be a good place to find a place to store it. I don't know. That's, what I would, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was thinking, Mike. That it was you probably like because you know, you'd be coming straight there. Well, I was going to try bring some of the beers in that Tommy put in the in the festival. Um, I had a few. I have a few What's, of them. What they, time do you land, Jack? Six twenty-five or something like that. So what I'll do is I'll try to get off early. If I can get off like at six, and then I can be my my apartment by seven. Oh, okay. <clears throat> And then you can just come to the apartment first, and then okay. we'll head over. So um, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll see if I can get, like I said, if I can get off and be there at the apartment, that'd be better. If if not, and you you know you end up Ubering down to Cinderlands, you can just throw that box in or whatever you have in my car. I'll be parked around there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because if we're gonna do the draft at Kip's place on Saturday, well, it'll be a good tasting venue. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, Glenn, more important than the whole penis in the uh, or the needle in the penis, uh, Mike. This is Mike's dry night. He is not drinking at all. Really? He's resetting. It's like a like an anal cleanse, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna do that in, in a minute. Wow, <laughs> Glenn, where are you? I am. I am right now in uh, Michigan, Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. I'll be flying in Thursday to fly right back out Friday to Knoxville. So, are you going to the Gerald Ford Presidential Museum? I am not. I'm going to the lovely town of Niles, Michigan, tomorrow. Entering the no edit zone. We're way late coming for that. Uh, that's 15 minutes old. There, I know. I know. OCD. I know. Mike, how often? How often? I need Chris to keep me on path. How often? What? 
how often are you doing this cleanse? I know it's I know it's not every Monday. Don't give me that horseshit. Uh, no, I, <laughs> it's probably two to three Mondays a month. I'll do it. Oh, sometimes, that's bullshit. That's sometimes bullshit. a Tuesday. <laughs> One Monday a month. One. No, Monday. no, no. Come on, Mike. No, usually it's a Monday or a Tuesday, depending on what I have going on. This week it could be today and tomorrow. And actually, technically, to be candid. I had a few sips of beer today, so it's not like it's 100% dry. It's just well, that's why it's that's why it's 3:40, not right? Because there's 50, there's 52 Mondays, right? So I consider not drinking if you don't drink a full beer. Oh, Mike! Uh, If it's less than a half a beer, it's not a it's not doesn't count as a drink. Good God, Mike! I think I had more dry days this week than you've had all year. I don't know what that means. Oh, I haven't I had a drink till tonight for like a week. No. Come on. Oh. Well, we did have a soccer update. We should should we do at least at least one little soccer update? We can skip soccer this week. Well, one little update because I spent the time to do it. This no, is your Everton goal pool update. In match week six, Everton somehow managed to score three goals, bringing their season total to five. Then, in match week seven, they added one more goal in a humiliating home defeat to Luton Town. (laughs) With their season total now at six, the Toffees are averaging 0.86 goals per game, which projects out to a total of 32.7 goals for the season. As seems to be the case so far this season, everything is coming up B&T as they have the over 30 slot. There we go. Yes. Yes, we do. Nice. Hey, speaking of this, so I, I was in... Portsmouth last week, New Hampshire, and I uh, was at a bar, and a uh, guy starts, you know, talking next to me to his, I guess, wife or whatever, and I could tell he's English, and someone mentioned something about Southampton, so I said, ah, Southampton, so I actually knew something to talk about with these folks. <laughs> <laughs> did you ask him if he had a super yacht? Yeah, really. I did not, yeah, but I said we did, I did say we, I, I thought we, to say Fook James first, I, thought we are, I, I thought our first game was in Southampton, I forgot the towns, I, what was the first game that we went to? Fulham. Fulham, yeah, and then I said, I was like, no, we didn't see it in Southampton, now I think about it, it was, we were in Southampton and went to Brighton, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, all right, but, but I actually could talk intelligently about the towns and what was going on, so nice. I felt pretty good about that, good. yeah. Southampton is where we had that great uh, Mediterranean or uh, that great. Oh yeah. Restaurant. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. I still liked, I think the town of Bath the best, even though we had a very limited time there. Bath. 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 Whatever. <laughs> I thought that was a cool town. I think Bath, Bath is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's a numbers guy. Right? He's an IO guy. <laughs> He's a tech guy. <laughs> What are OCD people when it comes to words and not numbers? Is, is there a thing for them? Assholes. Okay. Yeah, Mike. Okay. <laughs> what? That was harsh. So are you officially taking that job, Jack? Was that the, the whole plan? No. Yeah, that was so funny when I saw that job came open. No, I no desire. No, ab- I reached, not I reached, I reached out to the mayor, actually, just to fuck with him. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, no, not not really interested. Have, have you had any other takers on the uh, on either the cross country trip or the Savannah? So, game? so Jerry is going to do the drive in the U-Haul. 
Nice. He has to. Yep. He moved you out. He there. moved he's me out. Back. Yep. So he's going to do the drive in the U-Haul, but I don't think yeah, he's going to. Ha- I don't think he's going to hang very long. I think you know he'll. We'll get to Tybee on I think the twelfth of January, and then he'll fly out on the thirteenth. Um, but everything's now with what happened yesterday. Everything's now going really up in the air because you know things. The move becomes different dramatically. Um, once we figure all that out and um, we were figuring we were going to spend a whole boatload of money to add a bathroom and now hmm, maybe we'll just really do a nice job fixing up the existing bathroom. Um, So yeah, so it's, it's kind of, it's, it's been one of those interesting, it's been an interesting day because just talking with Jenny, it's like, I can't get, she's like, I can't get my brain to stop thinking about all the, now the things with the house will be so much easier. And, you know, there's, I guess, you know, guilt that creeps in thinking along those lines, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I don't know if it'll make change schedule wise any, but cause we're going to cut off the, um, the management contract it expired in February, but we're going to cut it off in January. Um, it were, I don't think it would have makes any difference. I don't think we would have gotten hardly any rentals at all, but was it worthwhile to do for the year at least? I, I mean, I'm going to be there. I, I mean, I booked the last month so I could be there and do a bunch of work because I knew we weren't going to renew it. So I, I, already, I had already made sure that nobody could rent it that last month. So I had it. Um, so I don't, yeah. So they they were, they, they were like, Oh, well we saw you have an owner rental then. So we can just stop it early. And so I, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't think it'll, we, I mean, the rent, we haven't gotten any rentals now for like, we have a couple in October, probably, I don't know, eight, 10 days, 12 days at the most, none in November other than us. Um, and then we have the agaves. So Kip and Dave remember, or in Glenn remember the agaves from Nesba. They're actually going to go and stay there over Christmas. Um, nice. Yeah. So. We stayed in their house in Austin. When you book your own property, do you give yourself a discount? You don't have to pay. (laughs) But if you want the housekeeping services, then you pay for that. Or they deduct that from any rent you would have made that month. And if you don't make any rent that month, then you pay for that. So. So, What's the dates again, Jack, for the... We're going to be down there in January because I'm in Tampa. Um, but I don't know. I don't know my date yet. So I, yeah, Jerry and I should get there on the 12th of January, and then I'm gonna. I don't have a date that I'm leaving yet. I'll probably, well, before yesterday, I was probably going to leave around like February 5th or something. But I don't. I was assuming Jenny wasn't going to come down at all. But you know, now she's free to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't. Yeah, I just I don't know what we'll do in terms of that. Um, cause you know, the game plan was kind of going to be that we would send her mom back to Pennsylvania if we were going to be doing a bunch of work in the house. Um, so we just have to sort of figure all the, the logistics stuff out that we thought we had figured out that now we don't. Does that mean Jenny will be there for an MHR road trip? Yeah, we probably should try to avoid that. <laughs> no, we should not. <laughs> She needs to experience that MHL road trip. So I haven't, yeah. So in terms of the ghost pirates, I think Chris is the only one who's actually said, yeah, absolutely, I'll be there. I said yes. 
What's I'm it? in. You're in? Okay. And Mike, I, you're... I said if it was, I couldn't do the early date. Oh, that's right. That's right. Do... Yeah. So the January date don't work, right? I could do late January or the okay. February dates. Okay. Yeah, I'll make it work. I'll be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I can do any date. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to drive. I don't want to drive down there. I'd yeah. rather fly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell Jenny, you know, she, she shouldn't be there. But now we have. Make you know, yourself scarce. Yeah, make yourself scarce is right. So. <laughs> so. Yeah, I forget the dates, but anyway, whatever it was. Might be a little cold for me to bring the escapade, so we might need an extra place. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think that, you know, there's three bedrooms, so there's three beds, there's a sofa. I'm going to take the inflatable bed we have in the U-Haul. So we'll have five beds, basically. Um, oh, Chris has the couch. And yeah, so we'll just, you know, we can, if it's if it's six or seven people, I think we can figure out how to make that work. If it's 10, which it doesn't look like it's going to be, then, then I think a second place. But um, Second place could be fun. Yeah. Second place could be fun. If we yeah, got if we got one cheap right on the beach with like a big yeah, deck or something. I agree. We're kind of close. Yeah, I agree. A second place could be fun. We can make that make that the primary place yeah. and yours the secondary yeah, sleeping place. place. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, exactly. I agree. I think I was thinking that too. Did that corner bar get sold? So the or corner bar got that? sold, yeah. Um and it's some it's still a bar. I think they're trying to be slightly high end, higher end. So um, <laughs> it doesn't take much. Yeah. So I don't know how, yeah, I'll find out in November how higher, how much higher end it is. I'll, um, Cause I'll, when I go, when I go in November, I'll be a, four or five days ahead of Jenny. So it's, it's so bizarre. Be, yingling, it's a higher end. <laughs> yeah. It's so bizarre because we were going in November and I was going to go down early to make sure everything was set up for her and her mom. Cause they were going to be there and then my parents are going to come in a couple of days later. And so, you know, obviously it's just, yeah, everything's, everything's different now, but I have to say it's, um, it's so, it, it's hard to describe the amount of stuff in just, we pulled out of one bedroom already. Um, she was, if she had lived by herself, what, I mean, she would have been such an un- unbelievable hoarder. I've, I've, I've got like three truckloads of trash that I've already pulled out and we haven't even gotten to our bedroom yet. Oh man. Yeah. It's crazy. We're recording. So it's, it's called memories, not trash. I can edit all that stuff out. So, <laughs> But it's a no edit zone. It is. the no, It's true. <laughs> you can edit. And maybe the people in Germany that listen will actually be interested by all this. So <laughs> guten tag. Trash memories. <laughs> I do have to, I got to get in touch with that doctor that moved to Estonia so I can see if, I'll try to get him on for like a guest appearance on one of our podcasts in the near future. So Mike, I did. So we all struck out on lost app. DJ was the same at the festival. Yeah, we did. You mean great American beer fest? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we haven't got our feedback sheets yet, but the categories we entered, we, yeah, we did not place at all. Okay. The only ones, San Marcos Rip Current. So Dave's been to Rip Current. Crip's been to Rip Current. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mike, you've been to Rip Current. I don't know if I've been to Rip Current, but I did see that they, yeah, they, they were yeah. they were one of the early categories because I was yeah. still watching then. Yeah. And I think North Park wanted they they won some more stuff, didn't they? Or there were maybe I'm just making there were quite up. a few in town that got something. Yeah, but only yeah, one San, even, one San Marcos. Yeah. 
modern times or whatever, like they, they've got reacquired and they still want some stuff, I think. So you guys all invested in a brewery that didn't win didn't anything. Win shit. <laughs> That's right. Didn't win shit. Okay. Great. Yep. It's it's very winning for the long haul. Yeah. <laughs> did guys did Yingling win anything? I don't think they won yeah. anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> they don't have to win any awards. They so win I, the money award. I, I heard this line just yesterday. I, I was at a conference in uh, State College uh, Brewers of Pennsylvania. They do an annual symposium, and I become friendly with the uh, the chief lobbyist for uh, Boston Brewing, which which brews Sam Adams. And his name is Mick, good guy. And he was telling a story about how Jim Cook likes to tell a joke to people. And Jim Cook's the founder of Boston Brewing, the inventor of Sam Adams. And he likes to tell a joke. He says, uh, what, uh, let me see. I need to make sure I frame it correctly. Why, how are Miller Light drinking Miller Light and having sex on a canoe similar? They're both fucking near water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So Kip, you he know, must how, kill at parties. How did you? How did, how did you get to know an Estonia doctor, Kip? What's that? What's the Estonia doctor? Yeah, thing? what's the Estonia doctor? Oh, you, can I tell you that? Oh, so I don't think so. So I had a I had a doctor that um, used to work with us, and he, him and his wife moved to Estonia. And I remember you saying that we had a couple of listeners from Estonia. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've gone by the wayside. So, yeah. So I was like, well, now we have somebody who's I know that lives in Estonia. Yeah, because there's only like four people live in the country. So, he could be an ambassador for the podcast. Yeah. So I figured at some point, and I told him, I was like, hey, you know, we do this podcast, podcast, and he's like, yeah, this is super cool. He's like, I was like, well, we'll invite you on sometime, and he said, yeah, I'll do it. So, all right. And so you didn't invite him on for the penis. I was going to say this seems like the perfect one. Does he have a thick? What is it? An Estonian accent, or is it what is what language is it? Estonia. Does he have a thick accent of some kind? Oh no! I mean, he's he's just like you and me. And he's oh, decided that he just wanted to go to Estonia. So, oh okay. Well, Why did he pick Estonia? Good question. Um, I think it was just. I think it was a part of the the world that he wanted to go to, which is close to a lot of places he wants to travel to. So uh, I, we can ask him on the podcast. That would be a good question. We should start making a list right now of questions. <laughs> the dollar probably goes already. farther. What happens when the, that Yugoslavian war kicks back in? There is no Yugoslavia, Dave. I don't think, no, I don't, no, I don't, I don't think Estonia is near Yugoslavia. Oh, isn't it? I don't think so. Isn't Estonia up north? I think so. Yeah, it's it's like Like not too far from Latvia. Latvia, It's one of those uh, Baltic places, right? Oh, so it's going to take over by Putin. So he's going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, it's much worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Belarus. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I need to go evacuate, boys. (laughs) Don't push push too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. <laughs> so I'm gonna call it a day, but you you uh, you guys carry on. Oh, you want to listen to the end when not and not know what's coming, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. All right, see you, Mike.
Mike. We should. I mean, we should talk about soccer, right, Dave? Because I'm like, no, no, no I, I should no, leave. Now, for Glenn's sake, let's not talk about soccer. Wow. How was your week? No, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> you don't want to talk about my negative twenty-eight from my team because I'd be I'd be sitting around second place if they got their average score. You can talk. About that was hard. So Glenn, I had Brighton had eight. an own, Brighton got an own goal and six goals against, so it was just an absolutely brutal. And it was like the first game of the of Saturday morning, so my week got so completely fucked right off the bat. My team Liverpool gave up an own goal. My team, uh, my defenseman for Brighton gave up an own goal, <laughs> so that was an individual own goal. That's a great rule. My team Liverpool had two red cards, of which I got. No points, which screwed me more for Louis Diaz. Did you have him in forward the... on my Liverpool team? <laughs> Did you have him and in the lineup? I had him in the lineup, <laughs> and he also had a VAR decision against him, which is probably the worst VAR decision they ever had. And they took a goal away, and Liverpool is flipping out because the referees admitted they had massive human error. Yeah, Glenn. On that so, goal. so they fucked up. You know, they do the video re- review. And the video review people apparently thought the call on the field was a goal, but it was actually a, not a goal. So when they looked oh at the video God. review, they said, oh, yeah, you called it a goal? Yeah, it's a goal. But the call on the field was not a goal. And so when the, the guys in the headphones heard call confirmed, they all thought, okay, not a goal. <laughs> not only did that cost my team probably a win with nine players. It cost my player a goal. It was a comedy of errors for my team this weekend. So we can move on past soccer. But Dave is still comfortably in first place. You guys are way too close to me now. Yeah, I like a hundred point cushion. I don't a like little, a forty point. Yeah, cushion. there's a little bit of a creeping up going on with a few teams. Second, third, fourth, and fifth are all came up way closer. Kip, you had a crushing week. I had a huge week other than Brighton. Like <laughs> all my guys had goals. Yeah. I I might I possibly could take second place tomorrow. I have one player. I think Chris has a player. Mm-hmm. I think Jack has a player. Yeah, I've got my forward guy who's been actually pretty good. So I'm hoping Morris, yeah, he's yeah. good. Oh yeah. He's been good. I got Lockyer, but he was injured, so he's, he's questionable for return, but sounds like he'll be in. So, Glenn, we're all counting on players from the – remember the place we drove through the town and we couldn't get to the stadium because we couldn't figure out where it was? <laughs> Behind all the houses, that's who we're all relying on tomorrow. To... What place is that? that neighborhood? In Luton Town. The town where white people are minorities still? Yeah, it was, very, it was, it was a very Muslim-looking place. Very heavy Islamic town. Jack was very sick during that part of the drive, too, as you were most parts of that drive. I miss the soccer talk. (laughs) (laughs) You you should come out to Pittsburgh next weekend and uh, watch some games with us on Saturday morning. Sounds exciting. If Kip Kip is hosting the draft uh, in the afternoon, then I think that he's hosting the morning uh, cocktail hour, too, for Premier League. A good I'm going to stay in the Smokies and stay away from soccer. So are you going to the Tennessee game? There's no game. It's just Allie's fall break. So okay. I think I'm going to November 4th game. 
So I don't know. There's a whole weekend where I guess a bunch of dads are coming in. So I got recruited in. Are they any good this year? Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, they're probably 18th. I mean, they, they lost one game, but they're okay. not terrible. So are you the coolest dad? I have no idea. I've never met these people. You're going to be the coolest dad. I probably will be. So how can you have possibly put be... on a scarf and kill, kill Jenga? Let's be real. How can you possibly be in be Grand real. Rapids at Grand Rapids and not be drunk? <laughs> it's a work dinner, not a. <laughs> and I had a drive. That's a great so. question. <laughs> it's, only it's only nine forty-one. Glenn, you got time. Yeah. Well, go to, go to the hotel bar. Get some Yingling. I could, but I gotta, I gotta leave at seven a.m. to get to Niles, Michigan tomorrow. So we're gonna. How far, how far is that away? Two hours. Ah, nothing, dude. Oh, well, night. I'm sitting here thinking. I, I, I think I may have created something new. That uh, the I'm the first person in the history of the planet to have had a person die in their bathroom and then do a penis-based medical <laughs> podcast segment. <laughs> I, I I did question yeah. my my <laughs> subject choice. After yesterday, and then he said, "Well, I'm still okay with going forward." So I'm like, "All right, might as well do it." You were like, "I I've researched the topic and I got the material. I really don't want to do this again." Kip, I think you picked a yeah. perfect topic. I think so too. We needed some levity here, right? We needed some something we did rise. Out I was of looking for a distraction or whatever it was. I found you provided you rise. provided it really well. Very nicely done. Didn't the, uh, the 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 guy that was always the meme, the big dick meme? Didn't he uh, die her or something? Oh, the big, the big black dick guy. Yeah, yeah. I, heard, and, I just, uh, I just, someone just told me he died. I don't know, I'm assuming of, I was like, what did he die of? Like lack of blood to the brain or something? <laughs> it happens, Glenn. Glenn, we should ask you that one trivia question about yes. the what? What was it? The average penis size? Yes. Glenn, what do you think the average penis size is in inches? So your choices would be how about don't give him uh, choices. Don't, yeah. don't give him choices. No choices. He came late. Six, I would say. Six inches. Okay. That's, that's pretty it's good. That's, that's it's wrong. Five point one seven. What is it? Five point one seven inches. Okay. And then there's the whole that's controversy where you measure from, so yeah, and then you know how many? What's the sample size? <laughs> well, apparently, uh, it's a lot. Apparently, it's a lot. It's really large. I, I think we're in the twenty thousand people tested. So, okay, measured. voluntarily, right. which makes you wonder why did they volunteer? Mm -hmm. What was drawing yeah. them to who, volunteer? Who, who was hopeful and who was scared? Exactly. Sounds like a lot of people were scared. Yeah, I would think that probably all the like three inchers would probably say, I'm not going to sign up for this. So <laughs> it may be skewed. That's a great question. That's I mean, a great point. Six and seven inchers are probably like, yeah, I'll sign up. Was it, was it flaccid or hard? It'd be hard. This is the erect penis. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, if they were sample oversampling priapism, that would be a problem. Priapism is going to haunt me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's running out to the CVS for a sickle cell test. 
<laughs> uh, there's been no stuttering, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> uh, the wrong race. Yikes. That's a, that's a sign of it? Stuttering? Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> Glenn, I, Glenn, I'm so glad you joined us right in the middle this of this the podcast. assertion. Yeah, I'll have to, to re listen to that. You're going to have to listen to the first part. Yeah. And this is going to be an editing nightmare, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, we'll see this in about two weeks. Yeah. Hey, I, uh, what's today? The first? Or is today the second or the first? Second. I get, second. My, I get my first retirement check tomorrow. Well, they send it out tomorrow. Ooh, I thought you got one payment already. That's a severance payment. I'm retiring. Oh, I'm retiring whoa. from the oh, California system on top of it. Oh, absolutely. I'm double dipping. Oh, man. Retired. Yeah, Dang. retired. Yeah, so it, was, so it was funny on Friday when I had all the department heads and stuff come over, and I hadn't talked to any of them since all this shit happened because we were involved in legal stuff, and I didn't want to, A, put them in a bad spot, and, and they were all... This they're all, they're all much, you know, I put a pretty young team together. And so this was all new to them. And they were all like, how does this work financially for you? And I'm like walking them through it. And they're like, holy fuck. This is the no edit zone, right? Yeah, that's, that's, I don't care. We're I, still in the no edit zone. Yeah, we're still in the no, we're not in the death zone yet. The one thing my agreement does, my agreement does not have a clause that I can't say what I want to say. Oh. So they can trash me all they want, but I can trash them back. And I was purposely because they they asked twice. They asked that question twice. Do you want a non-disclosure? I'm like, yeah, no, that's fine. You can disclose whatever you want. How hammered did you get during that party? I did not get. I didn't get all that hammered early on, but later on, we we when we went out to play bocce, I got pretty fucking hammered out to the bocce court the last like hour and a half of it. So I I tried to all, all cocktails. No, I went, I switched back to beer at the end because I knew that was going to be a, a mistake. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was fun. So um, I don't know if you guys. I mean, I know. Excuse me. One of the the most popular drinks I was making was the Wisconsin Old Fashioned. If you guys have had a Wisconsin Old Fashioned, what makes a difference? What makes it Wisconsin? So you cheese, cheese in it? No, no cheese. So you. Um, you muddle an orange slice and a cherry in the bottom with the bitters and the sugar. And then instead of um, bourbon or rye or whatever you want in your old fashioned, you use cognac. Hmm. It's really good. And it's a it's little too sweet though. No, it's a, no cognac's pretty dry and it's a little <laughs> low. Al- it's pretty low alcohol or lower yeah. alcohol. Um, that was a big hit. So there's no, Bourbon or rye in it at all? It's just cognac? no. It's cognac is the base spirit. Yep. <laughs> but it's the same. It's like you know, it's like two ounces of that compared to the other stuff. So it's the same ratios, but it's just bourbon instead of. And apparently, that was a big thing in was like the Wisconsin State Fair in nineteen ten or something. Um, is that al- half the alcohol content? So it's, I don't know if it's half, but it's it's. You know, if you're using, I think it's like 30, it's 60 or 70 proof with brandy because, you know, it's fortified. Um, But it's it's a really good drink. So, anyway. But it does not involve cheese curds. Does not involve, not not in any way. That's disappointing. 
Was was uh, Brett at your party? Brett did not show up. So, so oh. yeah, so he's pretty dead to me at this point. He's dead to the <laughs> league now. Yeah. Yeah. Did he bring his what former his uh owners his his partners back any any drinks from the UK? No, he didn't come. He didn't show up. So fuck him. I don't yeah. you know. Was he yeah. back in country? Did yeah, he he's in country, up? yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. yeah, we had way too way too much food, but it was a good party. There was no band in the driveway. I tried. I went and saw they were at the belly up on Friday the Friday night before. And so I I, I grabbed the the gym, the guitar player who wears the cowboy hat, and uh I saw him while the between or no, was it before the opening? No, it was after the opening band and you know, they don't, it was years ago, right? And so I, what I say to them is like, hey, remember that you guys want to come out and play bocce tonight? And then they remember because it's probably the only backyard where they played bocce. <laughs> um, and I'm like, hey, I'm having a big bash on uh, next Friday night. You guys any, have any, have any interest in playing it? But they were they're up in Washington or Oregon or something. So it's a good show. But yeah, I tried. All right. Call tonight. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, Kip, let me know if you can get off. That would be great. Um, otherwise, I'll just lo- slub that box around the strip district for a while. Yeah, it sounds like you said Mike has a good backup, so you'll be able to at least put it in his car if, yeah. if okay. not. And so. it's only a six-bottle box, so it's not the full 12 bottles, so it won't be that heavy. So it's not that big a deal. But free baggage on the Southwest, so. Dave, are you working Friday at all so you can come over at like 10 a.m.? So here's the yeah. So here's the problem. I, I'm working till at least four. That's okay. Okay. So I, I can get out of there by four. Yeah. Yeah. This week's this week blows. And then you should just crash Wait. at Kip's house that night. I was well, thinking about until that. Like, yeah. Until like until like 4 a.m. and then drive home. Yeah, don't, I know. Yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> that was such a bad idea. That was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crash at Kips, and then we get up and we watch games in the morning, right? No, they're not no, that. That's, what time do they start there? That makes there? a lot of sense. It's 7.30? 7.30? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Start with cocktails at 7.30? Yeah, absolutely. Drink and that make might be a plan. Drink and make chili. All right, guys. Yeah. All right. Have fun. I'll, I'll text you, Kip, if my flights get wonky. I'm flying in from Phoenix, so it shouldn't be a, shouldn't be anything. But that's what they all say. Yep. Hmm. Sounds good. Right. Okay. Recording stopped. All right. See you guys. Yeah.